Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. So it wasn't full capacity, but the Los Angeles Lakers welcomed fans back to the stands for the first time last night since the pandemic as more than 1,900 were at the Staples Center. And I'm sure it gave the building some different energy. And I know executives from AEG and the Lakers were very excited to see fans again. So another step forward for the sports industry. Good morning. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, April 16th. I made Madcore, made it to Friday. Hope everybody's excited for the weekend. A couple of season launches this weekend, so let's get right into it. Major League Soccer kicks off its 2021 season, the league's 26th season. Here are a few things you'll want to know. 17 of the league's 27 teams are planning to have fans at home games this season, but it can range. There can be as low as a few hundred fans specifically for the L.A. teams. There could be more than 22,000 fans in the stands in Atlanta, but the general range is between 5,000 and 15,000 fans in certain markets. The big expansion market, of course, is Austin. Austin FC becomes the league's 27th team. And that franchise makes its debut Saturday night on the road. But when they come home, they'll play at their new $250 million Q2 stadium. They've sold out ticket inventory in Austin. Everybody I've talked to believes that Austin will be one of MLS's latest success stories and very quickly, one of its strongest and hottest markets. So keep your eye, of course, on Austin. Charlotte will follow MLS expansion starting its team in 2022, St. Louis in 2023. Remember, plans for a Sacramento franchise, which was to launch in 2024 and would have been the league's 30th team, is really on hold after investor Ron Burkle pulled out of that deal recently. But again, MLS expansion, Austin FC, starting this year, the league's 27th team, and everyone believes Austin will be a big, big hit. In addition to Austin, who will play in a new stadium, Cincinnati will get its own home. Remember, the Cincinnati team played at the University of Cincinnati's football stadium for two seasons. They'll now move into a new stadium. Columbus will open its season at its existing stadium before moving into their new facility in July. And remember, the crew are the defending MLS Cup champions. So MLS hoping for a big year because, remember, its 25th season anniversary last year was certainly derailed by COVID, but season 26 for MLS starts tonight. Another opener this weekend is with IndyCar. The Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama is the leadoff slot. Generally, that's reserved for the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, but that traditional opener was delayed to April 25th, so that's why they're starting in Alabama. Remember, this race on Sunday will mark Jimmy Johnson's IndyCar debut. They could host as many as 20,000 fans in Alabama as IndyCar starts its season on Sunday. Let's shift to the NFL because the money keeps rolling in. Yes, the NFL reached deals with Caesars, DraftKings, 
and FanDuel, making those three sportsbook operators the first official sports betting partners of the NFL. The deals are for five years and, according to sources, are worth nearly a billion dollars combined. The money keeps rolling in. As part of these deals, you'll see these sports books integrate their content on NFL media assets, so you could see more sports betting content on NFL.com or the NFL app. This deal, announced yesterday, marks the first deal with U.S. bookmaking companies, and the league is not done. It hopes to identify a second tier of authorized sportsbook operators later this year to sign as secondary official partners. So the bottom line is that for the NFL, a league that was for years reluctant to even talk about gaming or talk about gambling, it's now in partnership with the major sportsbook operators, and you'll see more of these deals. So a big deal for Caesars, DraftKings, and FanDuel to become the first official sports betting partners of the NFL. Let's shift to some news in the licensing space because I think this could have major implications in college licensing. One Team Partners has made a significant investment into the Brander Group. They will acquire a minority stake in the licensing agency. This is noteworthy because it positions One Team Partners and the Brander Group, who are two leaders in licensing, they can collaborate now and be a first mover when the NCAA eventually moves forward with name, image, and likeness legislation. One Team Partners is led by Ahmad Nassar. It was formed in 2019. That was the joint venture between the NFLPA, the MLBPA, and Redbird Capital. That specializes in group licensing and athlete marketing for its pro athletes. It also has a number of other unions under its fold. One Team Partners has made some serious investments and moves this year. The Brander Group works with licensees to create marketing programs using multiple players. Remember, they made news this week for creating the first-of-its-kind group licensing program for the University of North Carolina's past players and alumni athletes. So the way I see it is when the NCAA approves any NIL legislation, One Team Partners and the Brander Group will be set to collaborate on group licensing for college athletes. So two companies you definitely want to keep your eye on. In the hockey world, I'm making one prediction. I am predicting that one of the hot sports teams on the business side in the NHL next year will be the New York Islanders. Because remember, they will move into their new UBS arena later this year. The team is owned by Scott Malkin and John Ledecky. They've already turned things around on the ice, and I think they will see a major boost in their business operations once they've moved into their new arena. The team has sold over 90% of season tickets at UBS arena, and there are about a 1,000 seats remaining before the Islanders will transition to a waiting list for fans. So again, they will see a major business boost from moving into UBS Arena, and the whole organization seems aligned for continued success. So keep your eye on the New York Islanders. Let's end the buzzcast as we often do around people. Because there were some major developments in personnel and executive transactions yesterday that I think we should talk about. First, two major hires at Fanatics. Janine Lalique, who was an SBJ 40 Under 40 honoree in 2019, is leaving her role as Senior Administrator at the University of Tennessee to join Fanatics College as Vice President of Partner Development. Now, this is a newly created position at the company. Malik is a former senior executive at Ticketmaster. She was at ISP Sports. She was at 
IMG College. She joined Tennessee in 2017 to oversee strategic initiatives, but now goes to Fanatics College. She has a number of deep relationships in the collegiate space, which should help Fanatics for sure. Fanatics also announced the hiring of Susan Cabelstis, who is joining as Director of College Partnerships. She most recently worked on college partnerships at Haynes Brands and Champion, and she previously worked at Under Armour and Nike. So Fanatics is adding two major hires to its college business, fortifying its collegiate executive ranks. And United Talent Agency named Heather Brooks Carrots to its newly created position as Executive Vice President of Growth and Operations. So she will be based in Los Angeles, and she will work on growth initiatives specifically around Clutch Sports Group, which of course was founded by Agent Rich Paul. She'll also work on UTA's music and influencer business. UTA is of course a big, big player in sports and entertainment, and Carrots should drive continued growth for that agency. Carrots is no stranger to the sports business. She oversaw the XFL's LA Wildcats. Before that, she served as Executive VP and General Counsel of LAFC and was a key executive in that franchise's successful launch. And previously, she was a judge for our Sports Business Awards, so she knows the sports business. So Heather Brooks Carrots joining UTA. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, April 16th. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay smart, stay healthy, be good to each other. I'm Abe Madcor. I'll talk to you again next week. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.